You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, man, you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're responsible And welcome everybody to another great edition of Getting Color This is Big Vito LaGrasso from the Big Vito brand Coming to you live, baby, live, like always Hope everybody's having a great day Hope everybody's having a great end of the weekend And I'm telling you, Sunday night is dynamite Because we always get Getting Color in the box we are here tonight with my co-host with the most, David Virtue Stallworth. David, how are you doing? Not too bad, Vito. My mom's in the hospital getting things taken care of. Uh, but you know what? I wanted to do this with you tonight for 45 minutes to an hour because it's my great escape. And you know what? We didn't do one last week because it was Easter and there was no way I was going to go two weeks in a row without doing Getting Color with you. Yeah. Now, people, as you know, you know, I've dealt with, I, you know, my wife had a stroke, so it's a very difficult thing. And, uh, you know, uh, when somebody has a stroke, it is not easy. You're seeing your loved ones, you know, being in a different capacity, especially when something strikes them as devastating as that. But um, Virtue was nice enough. I told them, take the night off. I said, family first. And uh, we were talking. I said, if you want to get your mind off things for a little bit and come on here. I said, that's fine. You'll, you know, whatever you want to do, it's your call. So we uh, we are here now, and we're just going to do the show. And uh, we're going to go off the top of our heads tonight. And uh, first thing I want to address. Now, Virtue, did you happen to see the video that went on this week about the um, about my lovely wife? Which one now? I believe I did. I believe I did see that one. The controversial one? It's controversial. The voice of reason is in the back stalking me, of course. You know. But, yeah, you um, had this on Twitter, right? Oh, yeah. So I had it on Twitter, and yeah. I had it a couple different places. Then she promoted it, you know, to get all her girlfriends to boo-hoo for her, which <gasps> I could really give two craps, Maggie Fox. So, Excuse me. Use the gimmick name. Her name is Lily now. Uh, Lily. Her name is Lily. <laughs> she changed her name. She changed her name to Lily Fox. Lily Fox. Anyway. So, Vito, what would you say the drop? What's what's the drama or the heat with this, in your opinion? Well, I had I really don't know. Oh. What is the word that I used? Jobber. What is the word that I used? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, you mean the the terminology you used? Mm -hmm. You said. I have a good personality because you were talking about picking up ugly women at the bar being the best time. And you said, cause they have the best personality. And I said, personality. Well, that was it. Why did you, I said, did you uh, hold on? Let me, let me, let me rephrase. I'm so fl flustered and frustrated. Yeah, She's flustered because now she's on the spot. No, I'm it's getting color. I bet you her color's changing in her That's face. It. Too. I'm telling so he said, great personality or good personality. And I said, well, you told me I was hot. And he goes, you had a great personality. I said, so hot and a good personality. And he goes, well, you had a good personality. Okay. Oh, no. See, yeah. see, even first. Now I know the context of that. Come listen, on, Vito. Listen you, here, you player. Listen here, player. Now. All right, let me just scream it no, out to you. Don't even. Okay. Because someone's personality is beautiful. And it sweeps you off your feet. Do you have to friggin' lollygag go, baby, you're wonderful. Okay, baby, you're beautiful. I said you got a good personality, girl. That covers a whole lot of things. You know what I mean? I get you. Right. If you go to a bar and you're picking up ugly chicks, but they got a good personality, that's okay. So you told Noelle she's got a good personality when all she wanted to hear is, Oh, I'm hot and I have a good personality. Right, so she, you're not yeah. categorizing her into the bar chick, no. ugly with a good personality. She's no. the full combo, right? Oh, the five oh, momento, my friends. Let me follow up with what he did after that. Uh, here we go. So where he could have saved himself, Joe he wasn't. chose not to save himself by saying, do you remember that old song? Do you want to be happy for the rest of your wife? Life never make a pretty woman your wife. And then goes into how she's ugly, but she does the dishes and cooks. So if he didn't maybe 
you could give him the benefit of the doubt previous, that maybe he didn't lump me in with ugly bar bitches. But after that, Keith notated the song about not marrying a pretty woman, marrying an ugly woman. That's, That's it. Okay. Me. All right, so if he, if he meant that, here, here's the deal. He, he busted his own definition there because he's, you and him have had multiple pictures of you and Disney World, and he's parading you around like a trophy wife. So I think he might have just missed, you might have misinterpreted Vito. I think he thinks you have a great personality and you're hot because he's taking pictures with you with Mickey Mouse, Goofy, the mm -hmm. Cinderella's Castle, and it's posting it all over the internet. Now, did I so, take any of my side bitches to go do this? Absolutely not. But where do oh. you see these pictures? Because I run Vito's Instagram. All right. Oh, are you posting them? And it's not him. But he's still taking them with you. But it's still. But whose name is it under? Whose name is it under? The Big Vito brand. Who's the player in from the Himalaya in the thing? Big Vito, right? Who's catching all the flack like a Big Daddy Mac? Big Vito, all right. So who's standing in the background with an ugly face? And you know what you two need to do, Vito? You held. Do you still have championship belts? I don't know if they do. Yeah, I do. You have your WCW Hardcore Championship belt. Noel, do you have any from CZW? No. No, I just have my right, queen well, and the castle. Find some crown. women's title. You two need to go to the Magic Kingdom and hold titles in front of the castle. Because that's the cool thing to do. I have my queen of the cat fight crown. Should I wear that at the... Take that with me to the Magic Kingdom now? Oh, my gosh. The, all I know is that NXT title we talked about two weeks ago with you-know-who, Johnny Gargano, made its way up here to Cleveland. He, every indie worker, every fan took pictures. He took it into to progressive field. Thank you very much. I had the NXT title with him, throwing the first pitch at an Indians game. Look, all right, I get it. You're promoting the NXT brand. Dude, at what point, though, is that overboard, Vito? Not so overboard, overboard. But now, you know what? Getting back to our problem here, she, Miss Noel has gone on a rampage with her girlfriends. You got barbecues and get-togethers at dinners. You know, wah, 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 I didn't wah. even bring this up. It Not, was brought up Hold on, it's my show. Today. I'm the show. Thank you. So, Virtue, I'm here just to clarify things and make things right. So this way... We don't have no more crying because I can't stand criers and babies and friggin' hand and tissues like Billy Crystal when the gift. He's gift obsessed. Uh, I can't. My wife is a beautiful lady. She has a wonderful, beautiful personality. There it is. It's settled. No, I'm not. I'm not settled by that. Someone on Twitch, Spawn Inferno, Spawn of Inferno, asked, "Are you guys married?" No, yeah, yeah. of course not. We're getting there. We are legally married. We yeah, ain't married, son. Come Vito. on. Player to player, pimp to pimp. Black eye to your face. You better take better, that back. You better shut your ass. Shut my ass. You better tell people we're married. You're digging your hole pretty super deep, pal. For what? This is the big video. Vito <laughs> Joseph, you better tell people we're married. You already called my ass ugly. You better tell people the truth. Oh, the Vito uh, Joseph. Oh, man. Yeah. Vito. All right. We. Tell people the truth, goddammit. Don't let. Don't right. let. On your behalf, that yes, they are married. All right. All right. Listen, listen. We, you, yeah. know, you know, I said I, I said a couple of I blues. All right. I knew <laughs> you blew. You blow right now. Right now, well had a chair. We literally would. You would be living the definition of getting color. Exactly. It's happening. This is what I'm talking about, man. You know, virtue. This is what I'm talking about. See, this is this is a show where we bring it live, baby, live. We bring reality to the, to the to the stars. I am texting right now. Hey, Big Josh TV on Twitch, Vito and Noel, the greatest wrestling couple, couple Thank ever you. Since, Macho, since Macho and Liz. Thank you, since Macho and Liz. Now calm down. With your, who you, you know what happened with Macho and Liz, don't you? Yeah, Macho died. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Macho died. I can't. Act right. Tell people the truth. But wait a minute. It's the truth. Didn't Macho die? He uh, did, but I believe Liz passed away before he did. Okay, then. Probably but they hadn't were, listened to Macho's shit. 
Had to listen to Macho shit, right? That's what. Now, now, Noel, would you rather be Liz or, in terms of storyline, Sensational Sherry? Sherry. I think you'd rather be Sherry. <laughs> Sherry's the bomb. Sherry's the best. Natalie, want me to tell you what happened with Sherry? Want to tell you what happened to Sherry? Sherry died. Oh, um, stop! <laughs> so she wants to be all these Vito. all these people up there. She wants to be Elizabeth died, right? She wants to be Sherry died, Macho Man died. So what does that leave? That leaves me freaking single. We should be in all these dead people. Well, if you're Macho Man and he died, uh, and you're in the afterlife, it's the big wrestling ring in the sky, Vito and Noel. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll oh. see you later. Well, bottom line is, gotta go. you, guys, you guys are the best, and I love these topics because it doesn't always have to be about wrestling. I mean, we talk about wrestling all the time, and trust me, we're going to continue to talk about it. I want to ask you, Vito, what big, anything big in sports that's caught your eye in the last week or two? I got to tell you, I got to tell you, the NFL draft, the Jets made a great pick with Quentin Williams. The Giants made a bust with uh, some guy named Jones. Was it the quarterback? The quarterback Jones. When they had uh, Haskins still available. And yeah, he went to he went, Haskins went what? Detroit 15, 15? 15 to Washington. Washington, that's right. And they took this kid at 6 because he went to Eli and Peyton Manning's camp. Oh man, dude. What, yeah. what do you think? Alright. The draft was crazy, in my opinion. So the little guy that plays baseball, too, went number one. What do you think? Now, I swear to God, I saw Trump congratulating Bosa getting picked at number two. Now, see, and now Bosa was a surprise and, pick at two. And Trump, I believe Trump's official Twitter account, unless this was a troll online, said, congratulations, Bosa, you're going to be one of the best. But he skipped over Murray. Or who was the number one pick? Murray? The guy yeah. from Oklahoma? Yes. Trump didn't even acknowledge him. So what, what? What? I don't know if that was official or not, but somebody, T.O., Trell Owens, pointed that out, that Trump congratulated Bosa for getting picked two and didn't even say anything about the African-American guy that got picked number one. I, I, I don't know what's going on there. Do you think Trump was hacked? Do you think Maybe, what, it unintentionally? Can anybody can, all right, let's, let's, give, let's give President Trump the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he was a Nick Bosa fan. Okay, and I, that's a good point. That's what happened? Point. Why does everything have to be black, white? Why does everything have to be blue? The guy said congratulations to Nick Bosa on being picked number two. Okay. He didn't acknowledge the number one guy. Maybe he wasn't a fan. I'm not a fan of the guy. I personally think he should have played baseball. I think he's going to try to do both. But, I mean, how did that work? I mean, Deion he, Sanders, he misses part of the season that way. They already told him yes. he's going to play foot. He's only playing football. He's giving up baseball com completely. And wow. baseball, what they would give, they were throwing some good money at him to keep him. Dude, and baseball, you have most likely a longer shelf life. I mean, a little guy like him gets hit a few times. I mean, look what happened. And he's a he's a running type of quarterback. Look what happened to um, who is that guy for the Washington Redskins? Um, Doug, okay, I'll throw you a Doug Flutie, great quarterback, yeah. right? He got kicked yeah. around. I'm trying to think of the guy that got he played he got drafted by the Redskins and he's already out of the league because of injuries. Um, Joe Theismann? No, no, no. I know he had he had the gruesome leg break. I'll, I'll think of it. It'll it'll come to me. But the Browns had him shortly too. He literally got hit his rookie year so hard his career was shortened. And I'm just saying, I can't believe that he didn't take path of baseball. I think that you know, like I think the draft. There was some surprise, but nobody surprised in the draft more than the Giants. And I think the Giants should have took a defensive player. And that quarterback, I believe, they could have grabbed, I think they had the 32nd or Patriots had 32nd. I think the Giants had an early second round pick where they could have picked him. The Jets, I, the Jets, I think, did great. You know, they had limited picks, but they made the most out of their picks. And then the thing is with the draft, so many times these general managers, I mean, I think the Giants botched the fact that they really traded Odell Beckham Jr. and got nothing from the Browns. I mean, the, they gave the Browns, basically the Browns' first-round pick was Odell Beckham Jr. because they traded, the Browns traded back the 17th pick in that deal, plus Peppers, plus 
something else, and Giants use that pick to take that quarterback. Ouch. Ouch, yeah, but, Giants. Yeah, but the Ouch. Giants got out from that contract, and the Giants got rid of a huge headache. And that Odell Beckham Jr. is a cancer in the dressing room, no matter what you anybody's. You, don't think, you think it'll hurt the Browns more than help them? I think if he's in a place where he's happy and he's playing with his homeboys, I think he'll be fine. If he's not in a place where he's getting the ball and he's not the man, I think he's going to be um, butthurt and cry. But, you know, because the Giants got that rookie rookie running back, and the running back became the new face of the place, new champ at oh. camp. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he actually he did outshine Beckham, I think, last year. And Beckham's kind of had some injuries. When they're not winning, it's always Eli Manning's fault. Even though you know maybe it's the offensive line's fault, but yeah, you're right. They're divas. What do you think? You think Antonio Brown will be a diva in Oakland because the way that um, everything went down in Pittsburgh? I think Antonio Brown is going to be fine. I don't think there's going to be a problem. You saw Marshawn Lynch retired from the Raiders, and um, I think Marshawn Lynch really, if he wasn't with the Seahawks and didn't stay on that steady grind. You know, I think you saw a little bit of a decline in his production. Not to say he didn't have a good season. He did have two good seasons, but I just think his heart wasn't in it. Once he left the Seahawks and he went back, he played and just on natural ability without no oomph. Yeah, and he played with Oakland those last couple of years, and it, it really just wasn't. Oh, the guy I was thinking about on the Redskins was RG3, Robert Griffin III. Right. He, got, he had a good rookie year, but his style – Basically knocked him out of the league. So, and, so do you think that being your, uh, in Cleveland, you know, that John, now that Johnny Manziel has not only been out of the NFL, uh, he's out of the other two football leagues, where does he go to the XFL to get some headway? So they have to, Vito. I mean, look, we're kind of talking about wrestling because XFL is owned by McMahon. It failed before, Vito. I mean, look at this new league that already folded. Didn't even get through a full season. I think the only way the XFL is going to thrive is if you get some headlines. I know this is weird, and maybe they're polarizing, but I'm, I mean Manziel, Tebow, guys that were really you know pushed out of the NFL for personal reasons or maybe their abilities weren't that great, but yet they had a buzz. What, now, I, I, what's your thoughts on Colin Kaepernick? I know he's not necessarily the greatest quarterback and his whole political stance that he did, whatever. But he is kind of polarizing with what everything kneeling, suing the NFL. You think that would be a good key piece for that demographic? And I'm just being honest here, for Vince McMahon to see if he wants to play as in one of his big cities? If I if I had my choice, I would pick Kaepernick, Tebow, Manzel as the three leading quarterbacks on three different teams. Yep. That's what I would I do. think so. I, I think so, because you need something, Vito. And they were all three in the NFL. So and I would put all the bad boys who got suspended by the NFL, and I would put them in Vince's league. Because people want to see they want to see the bad boys. That's what sells tickets. You think there's any older guys that still could give it a go that might play a year or two like well, T.O.? Who was that? T.O. could probably do it. I think that running back who had the uh, domestic violence case. Ray Rice? Ray Rice. I I would give that kid another shot. Made a mistake. Yeah. I would give him another shot because he wasn't a and bad And Kareem football. Hunt, who, you know, he wasn't married and it was, you know, a drunk girl that he kicked down in Cleveland, was caught on videotape. Kansas City let him go, but the Browns signed him. He suspended for eight games. So why did Ray Rice never get back in the league? Maybe that he kid who signed with the Patriots... That Eric Gordon, didn't you guys oh, Josh have Gordon. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. With, with Mero, he basically was a pothead. Now, let me tell you something. That Which kid, is legal in most states now, by the way. That kid was on course for a 1,000-yard season with the Patriots. I think he finished off with 748. And I think he still had uh, four games to go. Yeah, it, it, was, it would have been close. And remember, I, I think there was a, he didn't play every game of the year either. He missed some time. Yeah, I mean, I think he played seven. I think he played eight games, and he had 748. 
He's a talent veto, but he was a partier, uh, uh, a beer drinker, and a pothead, so to speak. And it basically got him where he's at today. So why not? Why not Vince McMahon give some of these guys a shot that have some ability that might make the XFL exciting? Because if not, Vito, it's going to flop like the other league. Vince McMahon already let it flop before. Well, that's what my thoughts are on the Eric. So I think that if they if they bring the quarterbacks back and they bring the guys back who are the bad boys and the headline getters, hey, you know what? I'd say if you pair up... Uh, I'll give you a good combination. I'd say you pair up Manziel with Terrell Owens. And these guys really... I think there would be a good connection. And you know what? What happens? They they strike. And the guy, you know, Manziel throws for four touchdowns. Terrell Owens catches three. Dude, he's in... T.O., in his 40s or however old he is, he's in great shape, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see that. You know, and speaking of WWE and XFL, I know Vince McMahon is banking on it being successful versus the first time. But let's, and we know they're going back to Saudi Arabia because they had that 10 year deal with them where they're getting like a billion dollars over the course of those 10 years. But what do you think of these public beheadings? And Saudi Arabia, for supposed people that commit crimes and treason over there, isn't that kind of third world, like terroristic? That you're going over to a country that, even if these people did wrong, you're getting beheaded or, or hung or hanged in public. So, I mean, this does make Saudi Arabia look like Iran and Iraq. Do you, so, do you think WWE is going to continue to go over there? I think they're going to continue to go over there because they're money hungry. And they're willing to risk the talent's futures and lives as long as they're going to make the money. And what are they all about? Making money. Right now, they are in a, uh, a flux because I believe there was an article where Vince McMahon said that the talent wasn't available and the talent wasn't there. And if you honestly... Oh, in the quarter, yeah, for the first quarter earnings of 2019, they were down a little bit. He was making excuses of talent not being there. And I think specifically Roman Reigns was out sick for most of that time. But Is that I got to tell you, about? I got to tell you, if they're not, I think what they're losing, they're losing profit. They're not losing money. Because if you're making a profit of $43 million and you come back and say, oh, we only made $33 million, things like that, you're still making a profit. You're not losing, you're losing profit. You're not losing money. That's, that's a great point, Vito. And, and all the haters, we know the product is stale. We know they need to spice it up. They need to make larger-than-life stars again. We get that. We've talked about that. But you still can't deny Vince McMahon has found ways to make money. But now, because the haters that don't like the product don't want to see them making money, now they start looking at the numbers. Well, they're down. They're down. They're falling. The stock, the stock went up to 100 last week, Vito. And then when that report came out, it went down that next day to like 85. People are saying, oh, it went down $15. Vito, it's been in the 80s for the last several months. But hey, I just don't understand these haters. Like Sami Zayn's new gimmick now is calling out fans for overanalyzing wrestling instead of just enjoying it. And you and I both agree there's things they can improve for sure. But do people have to be so cynical? Yes, because you want to know what the problem with the WWE is? Go for it, man. I'm going to tell you. When you have 25 writers and you have 25 different ideas thrown at you, and at the end of the day, you're still making the decisions yourself, it's got to be one philosophy, one way. You don't need all those writers because, like they say in all the sheets, and everybody knows, meeting, 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 I don't like this, I don't like what does it go to? It goes to the original idea that was proposed anyway. So it's a big waste of time, waste of money. With all the minds that they have in the WWE creative, whose decision is it? It's Vince's. And he cuts down all of their decisions, ends up going with his at the end. And guess what? Who he listened to the most was back when it was a smaller, intimate team. Cornette, Russo. Maybe Heyman a little bit later on. He listened. When there weren't so many writers throwing ideas at him, Vince actually did what they wanted for the most part. Yeah, but you got to – now, I'm going to throw something at people here, and I want you guys to follow along, okay? 
I'm going to start off with ECW. Okay. ECW was successful. Successful in creative. Why? Because there was one person with one set of philosophy and one idea, Paul Heyman. WCW, when it was successful. Now I'm going to give you two parts. Bischoff with the NWO era for three to four years. Okay. Where it was at its high. Kind of all, all Bischoff ever knew, though. He never expanded on being more creative beyond that. Right. I think that was the downfall. But that was it. Okay, that's wonderful. for 83 weeks, though. You're right. Now, then when Russo went in there, they did not leave him alone, and he brought the ratings up, and, but they just weren't happy because all the cooks in the kitchen weren't having their say. Russo packed his bag and said, okay, you can do a better job. I'm going to go home and collect my half a million or better. I'm not going to give you the exact number, but I'm going to better than a half a million. I'm going to go home, sit home. When you guys need me, call me. I'm going to get my check. Okay. What happened? They called him up because what happened? Ratings plummeted. Yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. But now that we look back on this... You say, all right, Russo's brand wasn't that bad on WCW. When the Attitude Era was at its peak, you had Vince Russo and you had Vince McMahon only. What does that tell you? It's good when there's less minds in the less hands in the in the pot. So yep. one mind, one way to do things. Now I don't now, Vito, remember everybody said when Russo left to go to WCW, he could never recapture that same magic because he didn't have Vince McMahon? Okay, for the people that want to claim that argument, what happened with Vince McMahon once he no longer had Vince Russo? He couldn't keep the same magic. Look at today. Look at how low the ratings are today. It's Vince McMahon calling the shots. No, it's the truth. Now, you have... We're going to go to TNA now. TNA... Russo had it up to 2 million people watching the product. Russo left, they're barely cracking 200,000. Yep. Yep, that's true. I mean, it's not, and they don't even have like a home base like that. Well, they might, but I mean, it, it feels very indie now. Right. At least back then, they were in that studio, the professional studio in Orlando. Now it feels very indie. Oh, we happen to be on iPay-Per-View. So, so, I mean. If there's any proof in the pudding, and this is not a crusade to boost Vince Russo, but when somebody's at the helm and they're bringing the ratings and so, no, no, we got to do this, we got to change, we got to do better, we got to, okay, you can do better, no problem, do it yourself. When you do it yourself and you fail, then they look to blame somebody. Now, the AEW, they brought Jim Ross in as the consigliere for talent, okay? As far as the creative mind, I hope that they only have one person in charge of creative, whoever it may be. If they have that person in charge, this will be a successful promotion because they do have the talent to do this. Who's going to be that person? That's the question. They should call up Vince. Vince said it'll only work from home to consult. Like he did with TNA for the last little bit. But um, Guys, I, I think it would be interesting. Call Vince up on a Skype a couple times a week. Pay him some money. Get some ideas from him. Implement that into your product. That makes Vince happy. Contributing from home. I mean, I'm just saying, uh, business is business. And wouldn't you want to go back to people that were successful in it to, to at least pick their brain? Now, I'm going to give you another scenario. When Memphis, Tennessee was run, and it was successful. Who was the booker? Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. And he was, I think he did sports entertainment before Vincent Kennedy, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Because and, the Andy Kaufman stuff was before WrestleMania 1. Right. And that was more, but everybody forgets a lot more story angles there. There was the Gilbert angle. There was um, the Boogie Woogie Man. You had the Dream Machine. You had the Undertaker come in. 
You had so many different people coming through there with so many different angles that eventually it wound down to like, okay, Jerry Lauder had a successful run in his, in the territory. You look at the uh, Carlos Colon era when they had before the Bruiser Brody death, these guys were packing 35,000 in a baseball stadium weekly. That's what they were doing in Puerto Rico, those baseball stadiums? Yeah. These guys were packing them in. Packing them in. The money that was being made, the, the people that came, the fans, everything. There was no problem with drawing. It was one mind. Once they started letting this one come in, and that one come in, and we changed the book, and we do this, and do that. It was all, and after the Brosy thing, that's when everything fell apart. But until yeah. that time, that's when everything went. Yeah, it needs to be intimate, teams, and creative, and that's when you get your best results. Now, Vito, we watched that documentary uh, with Bob Bruiser Brody. You know they did another one about the Montreal screw job. Did you check that one out? Bruce, Russo was in it. Yeah, I saw it. What did you think about that, the way they kind of made the pissing contest at the end between Russo and Cornette saying, well, it was my idea, it was my idea, but Vince wished he didn't have anything to do with it in the long run. I think That's what that, he said. I think that you had one guy trying to gain notoriety and one guy trying to get rid of notoriety. And, when, and I think you meant Cornette trying to gain it, and Russo's like, I don't want anything to do with it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, everything Vince Russo says cannot be lied. I'm no. sorry. Ru Bischoff says he's a liar. Jim Ross <laughs> says he's a liar. Pritchard says he's a liar. Cornette says he's a liar. Um, who else is out there? Meltzer says he's a liar. Um, Ryan Satin says he's a liar. But The Rock put him over, Mick Foley put him over, the workers put Vince over. Steve That's Austin funny. Those are the guys he wrote for. Steve Austin put him over. Steve Austin, Austin put him <laughs> over. So, I mean, guys, proof is in the pudding. So I guess Vince ain't such a schmuck. And he's got the real, the guys who were there, the boys, who got nothing to gain. They ain't sucking on Vince's ass to gain nothing. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with it when you're doing your thing, but... Talking about the aftermath, okay, Vince Russo was the man. The Rock put him over. Austin put him over. McFoley put him over. There have been dozens of guys, but Big Vito put him over. Yep. Okay, so I mean. And look, Vince Russo was, you know, old and outdated. Sorry, Vince. And it's time. Let, let, give, give a writer, give, give a talented writer another chance to be the next Vince Russo to creatively, in any wrestling, AEW, WWE. But like you said, Vito, let's get rid of these ridiculously big teams with too many hands in the pot stealing the cookies and just give it to the promoter and maybe one or two guys around him making these shows. And then going and looking at ratings, what's doing good, what's doing bad, looking at interactions on social media. I think that's what Russo and Ed Farrar always would do. They would go and react to what was bad and good to get better each week. And they don't do that anymore. They don't care. They're just like, ah, oh, let's just put it on TV. We'll have promo, match. That match will turn into a six-man tag. That'll kill 45 minutes. That's how they write today, Vito. No, no. Hey, it's, Twitchers yeah. out there, if you got any questions, hit us up. Bits for tits. I know you guys have been listening. I know you guys have been listening to Getting Color. You know, Twitchers, you know, I just want to say that um, the house thing has been taking a little longer, but we're almost done with it. We're going to be on Twitch on a regular basis. I know on Sundays we give you the privilege of listening to Getting Color. It's my pleasure to do this for you guys. Um, but if you got any questions, you want to join in, helps us. You know, give us your critiques, give us your knowledge, give us what you think, and we'll say it on the air. We'll plug you and give you a couple of props. I got a question for you. Go ahead. Because I saw some pictures. How's the bar coming? The bar is up. We okay. are the bar. Today was. Don't we have to do this? We are the bar, isn't that what they do? Who is this girl? The producer, Cherokee. I don't even know her. She has great personality, though. Great personality. She gets this out to the masses. Well, here it is. The bar actually opened today, and we had a bunch of people here, all the peeps who hang out with us, and uh, talk about a party. Guys, 
When Big Vito opens a bar, I just don't open a bar. I spent $159 on liquor, and it was opening a damn bar. And that's in Florida. And that's in you Florida. You don't realize. Liquor's it's five bucks a bottle here. There was 19. Did you have Fireball, tequila? No, we had. Oh, we did have Fireball. We had ah, a, fireball, bucket, a bucket of Fireball. Bucket. Right? Then we had Bacardi Limon, regular Bacardi, uh, Captain Morgan's. We have Malibu rum with the pineapple. Here's your here's your bucket if you'd like to show it. Nice. <laughs> with your Spuds McKenzie. Yeah, here's light. a Spuds McKenzie with the bucket. <laughs> I like that. He lights up. He's going to show it on Twitch. <laughs> so there was Spuds McKenzie with the bucket. Uncle Mike. Oh, wait, you got to. Did you? Were, did you have your orange juices and your cranberry juices to make cocktails and all that good pineapple stuff? Pineapple juice, we had. We had pineapple juice, so today. <laughs> there it is. Oh, look at that. Is that on social media yet? Yeah, I just put it up on uh, Instagram while we were talking. The face that, that runs the place. Hey, oh, so hey. this. this. <laughs> I speak and you receive. <laughs> so the bar had. Three, four different kinds of rums. We had uh, Sweet Rose Red. We had Moscato. We had White Simmondale. We had Pinot Grigio on the wine circuit. I went at, and and plus, what I about champagne. What about the bubbly? But oh, the bubbly is in there. Is in for next week. We're having, Rossi, official, we're having an official. We're having an official an official party next week for the bar. This was an impromptu get together, but. Um, we're having a big party next Sunday. We're having a big party next Huge. Sunday. Huge. And we'll be on Twitch. And we'll be on Twitch. Like, you know. So the patio is in. The barbecue is in. We had our beer pong table out, which was beautiful. That we used as a buffet table. <laughs> beer pong That's was awesome. ready. The buffet table hasn't got here yet, so we had to use the, the beer The TV pong. on the patio has been the coolest thing I ever invested in. Every morning I go out there and bring my computer. Sports center. I sit at the end of the bar. I have my coffee, and I am king. Peace and quiet, and just, you know, all the things you want, all your dreams. I like to say, okay, I'm going to have a patio. I'm going to have a, a barbecue section. I'm going to have my bar. I'm going to have a TV on the wall. I'm going to have my friggin', uh, my layout section. Pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy is right. I'm telling you. And the people who came to this party had great personalities. It was <gasps> awesome. I don't understand why I got how I got all this heat. I would have been rolling if I was down there. I would have been rolling with it. You better had stuff to make a Long Island iced tea. Ah. All right, I don't understand. Stop! You're ruining the program. I am the program. No, you're not the program person. Well, well, I'll get a get an aluminum trash can lid or a steel chair. That's what the that's what they want. I bet you get bits for that. Oh, I tried to take I tried to take something out. Vito, please. I, 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 shut up. I don't know. You know what's wrong with this 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 here video, Virtue? Okay, this is getting color with the big Vito brand. Who's trying to crash your party? Cricket. Wait Miss a minute. Cricket. Let me let me read something to you from Twitch right now. Okay. Jesus. And Virtue's laughing because the last bits you got. Hey, at Noel. Noel is heard from. People want to hear me. Nobody's bitten you. Hold on. Nobody's. All right. If you. people want to hear from Noel, throw some bits in the wild. Let us say a couple chimes. I'll let us say a couple of mingle I'm jingles. Not, apparently, I'm ugly, but I have a good personality. You so got a good personality. You know, do something here. Oh, I'm going to do something here. Why do you think we bought a big bar? Why? But yeah, you fabulous. You know, I got to make my way down there one of these times. You have to. By the way, I have in my possession the Olive Garden cards, baby. Uh -huh. So Undercover we got to get them down to you. And I know you're in the Orlando area. I know there's a few Olive Gardens down there. So you're going to have to get here. You got to shoot your you're new address. To, you're going to have to get the disguises ready and. That should be a Twitch video. I'm, I'm serious. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing a all wig. Right. We're going all out. We were undercover at the Olive Garden. Uh, I love undercover at the Olive Garden. It's my favorite. Hello. May I have this salad with croutons, please? Thank you. Soup. I want soup, please. Do yeah. you carry the vodka? I just want to know if you carry the vodka. Who is nice. this? I'm Russian. I'm a, I'm a Russian. Who is this? You know what? Hey, you should go cosplay as uh, Rusev and Lana. I'm in. And go to Olive Garden. Oh, you could so do Rusev, you know? Rusev and Lana. 
Russo will drink the vodka. <laughs> Want to know another, another thing we like doing? Right? On the patio, right? Or in the lanai, at the bar, we like to play these videos on the 65-inch screen television, right? So it's just me out there or the wife, you know, whoever. And we're playing uh, the Kiki Fails. You know, Kiki, do you love me? Are you Right? So we're watching the Fails, right? And it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm having a great time out there. And then playing these songs on, on there. Hey, did you happen to see <laughs> the most beautiful girl in the world? He plays the most you know what these parties are starting to remind me of? You both need to watch. I don't know how big you are into watching movies, but the one that just came out with Clint Eastwood, The Mule. Because Andy Garcia is in there as part of right. the cartel, and there's some scenes in Mexico with Andy Garcia, and there's a party scene. Right. And Clint is in this scene. You got that. That was one of my favorite scenes in any movie in the last year. You guys got to watch The Mule for oh. Clint and Andy Garcia. We should. We wanted to see that, and then we never. No, we never did. It was a good solid movie. Yeah. It wasn't great or anything, but those are legends, man. No, it's, definitely, you. it's definitely a possibility to do, especially since you got, you know, Pat, you know, and you know what stinks? Is that the weekend went by so fast because we were doing some every day, doing something, and that's what stinks about the weekend going by. You yeah, know? we were so we always so busy. We always have something going on, on the weekends. We enjoy it. The house is almost done. Just getting some, you know. I put up pictures today. Fixed the tiki bar. Um, just doing a like last minute thing. We're getting the rest of our furniture hopefully this week. So and that'll be great. So a lot of good things are happening. The house is like, you know, this place is is one pimp place. Let me tell you. Pimp palace. You know, I my wife's ex-husband came in today, and we're all friendly. We're like family. So came came in today, said hello, looking around at the house. Wow, this is nice. <laughs> wow. And I was like, yeah, isn't it? So... If it's that nice and the guy was comfortable, hey, want something to drink? This guy would have stayed for a week. Man, this is really nice, man. And he told me outside, so getting in this place is like Fort Knox. They don't let you go for nothing. That's the kind of place I'm living in, you know? It's where I'm rolling these days. Dude, I even have closed circuit cameras outside of all where all my outdoor lights are, and I live in a condo. That bro, let me tell you, and, and the cool thing is in the morning, we actually have a turkey that walks around the neighborhood every morning. <laughs> His turkey passes mile and I. It's and huge. It's huge. I, when I, this thing would feed twitch 50. That. You got to twitch that thing, man. Yeah, but this thing would, would, would feed 50 people. That's how big it we is. We have a heron, like one of those white birds with the long beaks. It's like the yeah. size of Vito. And it just walks past and it looks in. And it, it's like crazy, the wildlife we have The here. wildlife is crazy. cool. And there's deer here and everything. Yeah, deer. And there's what an about alligators? Yeah, it's, we have an alligator at the lake. I have an alligator too. Oh. I, I hate golf down there. Do you ever come across anything like that when you're golfing at those courses down there? Yeah, you come across it, but you don't, you don't go run up to it. You know, you just hope you don't hit the ball by it. But I mean, you know, whatever. Did you guys see an alligator at? Um, yeah. At uh, what you call it? Uh, Providence. Providence Golf Course. Yeah. You saw an alligator. When I was golfing at Providence. We saw an alligator, so that was pretty fun. Well, that's down there, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's about. Oh what is it, like, boy, I, I, did, I don't know. I, I I'm not a big fan of being around anything that can eat me. Oh, I hear. You. It's not close to the house. It's more towards the front of the golf course here. It doesn't ever come on this lake. It comes on the other one. So we get bugs and stuff up here, but like we don't really have to worry about those big like crocodiles, alligators, snakes. Oh yeah, we All literally right. have shit that'll eat you here. <laughs> All right, guys, virtue. Now I know you had a rough weekend. I hope everything gets better. What do we preview for next week? What are the happenings that you recall from this past week? Um, in the world of wrestling, shoot, I don't know. I mean, Thank since we talked last, I know. D Dustin Rhodes left WWE. They let him go. They actually released him, and he's already on the double or nothing card against Cody, brother versus brother. But Luke Harper, who wanted his release, 
I think they piggyback the time he was out injured to extend his contract right. longer. They're holding him captive. Which that to me illegal. Yeah, it's just not. It's nuts, dude. Stuff like that. You let Dustin go. Oh, but Luke Harper, you're going to hold captive. Well, Dustin Rhodes, they really can't do nothing with him anymore. I mean, they they they've done everything with him, and he probably wanted to go wrestle with his brother. I mean, and they're probably cool with it and said, okay. You know, thank you. I mean, he is 40-something years old. They've done everything with the gold dust that you could possibly do. Really is no more run for him. So, I mean, for him to go wrestle with his brother, hey, cool. Oh, 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 guess who was pulled from StarCast? Kurt Angle and The Undertaker. Guess what? Vince McMahon, extended contracts, probably Legends contracts with them. And when you work for Vince McMahon and he pays you, he can tell you you can't show up in any events he doesn't want you to do. So what do you think about that? Remember, take, that was a big deal. Like, oh, my God, the Undertaker's going to be at StarCast. That's not a WWE product. Yeah, but you got to remember something, right? It's a payday for a payday, okay? Now, if you're going to go out and venture out, and Vince doesn't want you to venture out, and Vince is going to cover you, for you're going to make a one-time fee with this, with this uh, appearance, and Vince is going to pay you to sit home for a year. So what would you take? That's yeah, and Taker's always been loyal. He's been the one guy that never, ever jumped ship since he went there in 1990. Doesn't mean he, he didn't been, want to. Oh, I, I know, but but it's just funny that the one time he might have... You know, he does appearances, right? But that one's kind of piggybacked to AEW, and I just have a feeling Vince McMahon said no, and he made sure he signed Undertaker, paid him money, and yep. next thing you know, Taker and Angle, not going to be there. We got two questions. Blowfish said, oh, we have one question. I apologize. Blowfish said that our friend Shane Hurricane Helms wrestled what he said was his last match last night. What do you, what do you think of that? Well, I think it's good for Shane Helms. He's now in an office position and you can't be officing one of the boys. Congratulations to Shane Helms, you know, and you know, it's time to move on for him. He's been doing it for a long time. And, um, you know, when you're in office, can't be concentrated on your wrestling career. It's either one or the other. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna challenge you on this. Right now, because he's a WWE employee, correct, Vito? Yeah. Shane Helms, that's why he's doing this. They don't always work for WWE forever. It's Vince McMahon. So one day, and I hope he has a long career off his career with them. I don't I'm not wishing anything bad on Helms. But there always comes a day where you might not work for Titan Towers. He'll wrestle again. I wrestler, it's in their blood, Vito. You're gonna wrestle again. Yep. I, I, I'm telling you, you guys, it's your passion, it's your livelihood, and sometimes it's your work. You don't wrestle, you don't stop wrestling sometimes until you're, you die. That's just an observation, bro. How does a wrestler know when it's time to stop wrestling and it's easy to stop? You know <laughs> it in you. your athletic ability, and you know when you can't be yourself, it's time to stop. And if you can't be you in your ring and you're just doing it to do it, then you know you're overstage, you're welcome. You know, everybody thinks they can still go and do that. Now, if I was to sit here and tell you I could be the, the veto of 10 years ago, I'd be the biggest bullshit. And I physically, if I trained and I was doing it, maybe, maybe I could do a lot of the things I used to. But can I do them? As naturally as I did, no, it would take me twice as hard to do, and it would train twice as hard. Not to mention that I was already training twice as hard back then. And for me to get up on the top rope, dive, do this, do that, do it. And I was athletic for a big guy. You know, and it wasn't that I was a small guy. But, you know. I think a lot of people gloss over the wrestlers that ended up working for all the big four. You know how like difficult that is to have every major company that's been on television or had pay-per-views? And you know I'm talking about TNA, WWE, WCW, and ECW. There's not many wrestlers. There, there's a good group of them, but not every wrestler can say they did that. That means every major company in existence since 1990 wanted you to at least perform for them for a certain period of time. I am one of the lucky ones who has yeah. performed for every company, every major company. And you can say what you want at Vito Suck. Vito was a job, Vito was it. Yeah, I might have been the suckingest jobber of them all, but I wrestled for every damn company there was. But see, people fail that say that fail to realize 
uh, enhancement talent, a jobber, is to get the star over. So when the stars are getting pops or whether you were the villain or a heel jobber and that and you were getting a good reaction for the, the star you were working with, you were doing what you were supposed to do. And there's there's like workmanship and, and art in that. And I think a lot of fans gloss that over. Oh, you were just a jobber. Sometimes the Brooklyn Brawler did it for years. You know how many people he made look great? Yeah, but you want to know what happened with the Brooklyn Brawler? He went to play, he went to friggin' independent shows when he was taking independent girls and he wanted to go over. His thing was that he was doing he was putting people over. But he went when he went to the independent shows, he wanted to go over and have his hand raised. You're known for being the guy to put guys over. Enjoy your loser streak. Do what you do best. But that, that was on TV. He was being the jobber. But at the indie shows, he wanted to go over. You think there was something wrong with that? Did it ruin the gimmick? No. Hold on a second. I wanted to say something. Go ahead. You yeah. know what? I don't think you're a jobber, honey. You just have a good personality. Not but I mean, we, that was Skull Bond Crush, though. Vito wasn't a job. No, 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 I'm going to say, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. Okay. I started out in 1991 as an enhancement talent. You could say what you want about me. Oh, you're a job. You this, but I got the best training, and I was on live TV and having actual matches at that time. So you could say I was a job and son of a bitch. But I went from a job and son of a bitch to being a major superstar. So who's the fool? Well, exactly. My point is you were a jobber to the fans because you were losing matches, but you were still out there performing, working with another wrestler, making them look good. You know what I mean? Like taking his finishes and moves and making them look like monsters or whatever that particular star was you were putting over. There was an art to being enhancement talent. That's what I'm saying. A lot of fans gloss that over. Because of the loss. But guys, you yeah. want to know something, and I'll tell you this, and I mean this. When I'm put in a program, when I'm a heel, and I'm the bad boy, the Italian bad boy, it isn't about winning, which I hardly did. It's about making a program, not getting my hand raised, and making something happen. In the end, the baby face goes over, yes. Great program, but Vito LaGrasso made sure that that guy looked like a superstar, and I made sure that that guy looked great being a good heel. Why do you think I worked in every promotion? Because I was the guy to make you look good. We have a question. Uh, yes, Stats wants to know, every damn company, but is there any place that you wanted to wrestle that you haven't yet? There really isn't. I mean, I wrestled for the big companies at the big time and when the heat of wrestling. You never went to Mexico. You said, mentioned that to me before. I, w I wanted to go to Mexico, but I've been to Puerto Rico. I've been to San Domingo. I was in Memphis. And Mexico was like, okay, I know I could do it to get a chance down there, but there wasn't enough money to be made. And guys didn't want me to go, no, we can't, we can't pay you what, what you want. And we could pay you, but... And I wasn't about to go from all the way up here to go friggin' traipsing around for a couple of dollars. I mean, if it was worthwhile and I was going to make money, you know, now I'm not talking about top dollar. I'm talking about making a living, decent living, where I can have money for home, have money to live there, and be comfortable. So, so it's safe to say that Vito was never a Ring of Honor or a New Japan guy? I wrestled for all Japan. I wrestled for uh, World Japan. I wrestled for NOW. Three very good companies. And I wrestled for All Japan in the height of wrestling in Japan. And I wrestled for World Japan numerous amount of times. And I'm tagging with Tenru. Nice. So you tell me, guys. And my picture's on the wall in both Riveras. Every there you have. Every time you say my picture's on the wall, I can hear you say Molly Mall. Well, my head. picture's on the wall, Molly Mall. But you know what? I don't. And to say that, you know, like, you, will you make it to the, the Hall of Fame or you, will you make this, will you make that? You know what, guys? I'm content with that being my Hall of Fame because only the greats are on the walls. Only the guys who meant something in Japan are on the walls. 
I'm on the I'm in the restaurant of both I'm on my pictures in the restaurant in both places. It's like Rocky. You gotta open up your own restaurant and have your own pictures in there, like Rocky did in the movies. So open up your bar. And what and what should I call it? Noel's? You know what? Vito's. But you know how many restaurants are probably called Vito's though? Probably yeah. a lot of the, the. Where are you going? I'm gonna leave. You're rude. What? Hold on, guys. She's being an idiot right now. What is the name of Rocky's restaurant? I don't fucking know. What do I look Adrian's. like? Movie trivia. Adrian's. Yeah, we would know Wells. I know what that means. I know because you know why? Good personality. Good personality. No, I'm leaving. I'm walking out on the show. I'm done. I'm why done. are you leaving? Uh-huh. Do you th- I said call me an idiot. Over because here. I'm sitting over here doing nothing. Why are you sounding like me? Why are you over here? I sit over here doing nothing. I'm just sitting over here. One of these weeks we're gonna there's gonna be blood. It's there's, gonna, there's it, gonna be a trickle on Vito's forehead that just starts going down his cheek. Well I tried to hit him with my walker, but he shoved it back into the corner. I'm gonna have to crawl to get out of the room now. Everybody. Way to go. Way to go. No, no. No. Well, I'm done. Been I'm done. Therapy for me, Vito, though. I, I appreciate you. Once I said I wanted to do this for an hour tonight, we, like I said, I was almost going to skip it. Good. We we went an hour already. Awesome. What are what are we in so far? Oh, an hour. Over might, an hour. Might be, might be over, over an hour. hour. We got. Yeah, what is going to be your full apology tonight? Hold on a second. We got over an hour, and my job tonight was to take my friend's mind off of what was going on. That's why we didn't talk wrestling. That's why we just talked about a bunch of different things. And I'm glad we accomplished that. I'm glad you have a smile on your face. I'm glad you're feeling better. Now. Thank you. Wonderful. Oh, ah, now somebody loved me. Thank you. A couple of shillings. A couple of shillings. Oh, Domestic Dispute Live says stats with some bits. Oh, we got bits for domestic disputes. Domestics. I know. We got domestics. Now, I guess the NFL is going to call me and say, Vito, what's going on? You're under investigation. You're suspended. Well, you were being a perfect gentleman. I mean, you, you know, Noel was the one taking it to you, which... Mm. Intergender, live, baby, live. Intergender, live, baby, live. All right. All right, Virtue. It's that time of the show. Once you give us your plugs for tonight? Well, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I might not be too active for the next week or so, but at NoDQ underscore Virtue. If you go there or you go to NoDQ.com slash Virtue... You will see all my content. I talk about video games and sports, movies, TV shows, all that kind of stuff, and wrestling. All right, Noel, give us the plugs for the Big Vito brand. Now we good. Now we good at nowwegood.com. Then we have, just go to the Big Vito brand at thebigvitobrand.com. Greatly appreciate it. I hope everybody subscribe, baby subscribe. Down Catch us way. on the Twitch. Catch us everything, all right? And uh, don't mind the person on the right, you know, She's just a great personality. I'll see you next week, peeps. No, he won't. You're left. Vito's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, uh, stay with me. I'm, we're going to continue on Twitch. And then uh, peace out, people. All right, we're still on Twitch. We're, we're going to call it a night tonight. Virtue, you have any last remarks or anything else you'd like to say or anything you want to share with the Twitchers? No, I mean, I will be um, heavily looking at the wrestling news over the next week, so we'll make sure we get our hot topics to discuss because we know people still like to listen to you and I banter about today's wrestling product. We will be continuing to watch the NBA playoffs. Um, We'll see if anything interesting happens in Major League Baseball. I'm not a big NHL hockey guy, but some big teams have been knocked out already, like the Penguins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the defending champions, the Washington Capitals. So it might be the year of a team you wouldn't expect winning the Stanley Cup. All right. All right, my man. Listen, you take care, and we'll st- I'll talk to you later. If you need me, call me tonight, okay? Yep. All right. See everybody later. Thank you, Vito. No, I appreciate Bye-bye. you. Bye. See ya. Good job, brother. You're still streaming. You're still streaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to hit stop. <laughs> You're still. <laughs>